Fifth Risk presents Popcorn, the podcast. To Popcorn, a futurist production. This is episode 13. We are here for your fix of pop culture and watches. And it's our first for 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year all. Hey. My name's Charon. You. And I'm here with the Doctor, aka Captain Sensible, Sid. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very fair. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. You're back in Rocky. I'm back in Rockhampton. I did take a stack of my watches back here, so I'm slightly more happy. You did forget <laughs> a Speedmaster, though. Uh, it's not mine, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I will have to get that off you at some stage. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't look like one of my Speedmasters. Oh, yeah, that's right. So just <laughs> left it. <laughs> Congratulations, Alex. You got a new Speedmaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you've already heard him, but in the third chair, the watch regulator, a.k.a. The Scotch muffler, Alex. The Scotch muffler. <laughs> I was hoping for mean? some more watch regurgitator, that kind of business. No, yeah. I've already done that. Oh, did we do uh, that last time? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What does the Scotch muffler I'm trying mean? to make I'm trying to make the watch regurgitator like live on in real life as opposed to just in the podcast world. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I've been telling everyone about it. They love it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Alex, I, I think I struggle. Like I've got so much with Sid. I've got, I can just turn to any sort of Indian or Sri Lankan thing I can come up with while with you. I kind of, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I struggle a bit. But I like, I like the Scotch muffler. It sounds, sounds fun. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I just, uh, I prefer I, to, if I'm going to be insulted, I prefer it to something that I understand. <laughs> what the insult's supposed to be rather than just me being bemused. I, I, I didn't think I'm trying to insult you, am I? Ah, okay. Scotch muffler? Sounds nice. <laughs> Sounds vaguely dirty. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Take your hand out my Scotch muffler, Charith. Told you once before, I won't tell you again. <laughs> I'm sure you've done some Scotch muffling in your time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> See, I'm enjoying it more now that it's taken yeah, on. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Uh, you guys good? <laughs> yeah, very well. Alex, you, uh, you're you good. good. Your New Year's was okay? Yeah, very, very boring. Just, yeah. All, all drugs consumed, none of them were injectable, so it's pretty, pretty tame, I'm afraid. Okay. I'm Sid? vaguely pleased to hear that. That's that's good. Uh, I'm very well, but uh, I had to get a COVID swab today. First time. Uh, because I came back to Queensland from Victoria and they were like, Victorian scum, how dare you? And stuck a swab in my nose. For those of you that haven't had one, it's not super pleasant. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I wouldn't I wouldn't seek it out. It's the one that goes right into your brain, right? It goes right well, up into your... Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be going up. <laughs> like, your nose goes backwards. It doesn't go up. Uh, so if anyone's pointing the, pointing the swab in the vague direction of your brain, that's incorrect. Okay. Maybe stop them. 
Yeah, I've had a few. They're not they're not so fun, but you know, recommend you get one if you need to. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Captain Sensible. <laughs> so this week, pretty pretty big episode. Our first one back. This is something that Alex has been asking for for some time. We're certainly starting off with a bang. But before we get on with that, let's do a drink check and wrist check. Sid, what do you got on? Uh, my drink check is pretty standard for me. It's the Starwood Old Fashioned. And my wrist check is one of the watches I brought back with me from Melbourne. It's the Bell & Ross BR0351 GMT Watch Gallery Edition. It's a bit of a mouthful. But it's one I picked up a few years ago, and I don't really wear as often as I'd like. Um, so that's what I've got on. Cool. Awesome. Alex? Um, I've got my new-to-me uh, automatic Omega Speedmaster on. No, I don't, I don't actually. I've got, <laughs> I've got my birth year Speedy on, on my not-for-sale chicken strap, number 72. And... This is a, a bad one. This is a bad one, guys. I have a non-alcoholic... No. ...gin and elderflower tonic here, which is the first time I've n- never had a drink on the podcast, and I've done ones at, like, 7 a.m., and I've had, and I've had a drink. And even when I had some kind of medication before that said... If you consume with alcohol, it may cause internal bleeding. I thought I'd be okay and still had a beer. But um, I am considering, I haven't decided for sure yet, I'm considering not drinking this year. Oh. For the whole year. For the whole year. So there's just, the, just on the podcast or generally? No, generally. So the, so the options are, so these are the things I'm thinking. So either don't drink for the entire year. Don't drink for the entire year other than my 40th birthday. Only drink margaritas. (laughs) Drink the same amount as I drank last year or drink more than I drank last year. Those are the five five options. But as I haven't decided yet, um, I'm not drinking anything until I decide what I want to do. I, I note that drink less than you drank last year is not an option. Drink less than a drink last year is not an option. Is that what you said? That's I didn't hear it on the options. Oh, um, well, the only one surely that was the not drinking that or the only drinking my birthday is less drinking or just drinking margaritas. They're all drinking less. Well, you didn't say how many margaritas. You just said just margaritas. So I assume that it's just wall to wall margaritas in your house. <laughs> so yeah, not on, instead of like beer and so, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So is this is this like a health thing or? I don't know. I, I don't even know what. I, I mean, I, I've gone pretty hard this year, thanks yeah. to podcasting and COVID. Um, so I don't know. I just thought I'd, I, I don't want to rush into anything. So I thought I'd have a. Th- Do you drink a lot on your own? Um, just when I'm kind of drunk, but not other than that. <laughs> okay, because I'll. <laughs> no, I'll no, I don't. Start, I don't drink. I, yeah, I don't drink by by myself. The only time I ever really have a drink by myself is when I go to, you know, Oscar Cooper. If I go there for yeah. breakfast by myself, which I've done sometimes, I'll have I'll smash the margaritas for breakfast. But I'm not. I don't really drink by myself. The only kind of drinking by myself I do is when I'm speaking to other 
losers on the internet <laughs> doing podcasts. <laughs> wow. I don't know Well, we should be feel I, I for one, I for one am interested to hear what kind of non-alcoholic drinks you bring every week. I'm okay with that. Oh, I think this is going to be my, my uh, this is going to be as good as it gets with the non-alcoholic gin and elderflower tonic. So we'll see. But it might be, listen, I'm, I've been like thinking about alcohol nonstop. I don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. <laughs> Probably that by the time we, by this time next week, you'll send me an invitation for the podcast or next time I'm on one, send me an invitation. Just no response. I'll be on like a 10 day bender or something. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm shell shocked. <laughs> I don't know if we should feel offended. Just like should we call it a day? Should we just come back next week? Podcast. <laughs> just wrap everything. Shut down the podcast. Shut down the website. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I am <laughs> drinking. I was so excited about this. I'm drinking a pint of a pint for you, Alex. A pint of black Russian because I figured you might be having the white Russian. So, uh, ah. and, and a, I'm wearing my Tudor Black Bay, Jam So, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Have I ruined the mood? Well, I'll get, I'll give you, I'll tell you something up, uplifting. So I got my Kevin Spacey rowing machine delivered. Yes. And, oh, um, nice. Yeah. So because I was slightly delicate after a new year, I didn't, I hadn't used it, um, in three days and yeah, I walked walked into the the Stevie Breggy Heritage Suite where the Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. rowing machine is located, trying to grab one of my cats, and I stubbed my toe, and I'm pretty sure I've broken my toe because it's kind of gone a very dark color that it probably shouldn't go. Oh. So I might have to get you to do another one of your dodgy surgeries. Said, uh, give me a Charith special and just lop it off. Can we can we just <laughs> on the podcast? Again. No, on the podcast, can I just say that I don't do dodgy surgeries? I do very good surgeries. Okay. What about my toe? <laughs> I repeat, I do very good surgeries. <laughs> so yeah, Ke- the revenge of Kevin Spacey. I'm afraid with the uh, rowing machine. Um, but maybe, may- maybe go get that X-ray. What can they do? They can't do anything, right? Oh, if it, is it still pointing vaguely the right direction? If that's yeah, if it yeah. is, then yeah, then leave yeah. it. That's fine. Okay. I'm not going to give you medical advice on the podcast. How can we'll do that after? I've got yeah, I've got some other things to ask you later on, but yeah, we'll get into okay. that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like nine minutes in, it's gone completely <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> Charith is not around with his normal steering guidance. He's still shell shocked because you're not drinking. I, I do have a. I've got a pint glass for this um, gin and tonic though. Oh, get put something in it. <laughs> Jared, no, are you no, okay? Twenty twenty one. Wow, the world has really changed. <laughs> it really has. So, okay, we've got we've got a question from listeners. This one was from. Oh God. Uh, well, I'll read out. I'll, I'll read out the question first. I'll start with you, Sid. What is one movie you have to see at the cinemas in twenty twenty one? Oh, I really want to see Dune when it comes out in the cinemas. I think it just, like, cinematically looks awesome, and I just think it looks like a really cool movie to watch in the cinemas. I think Dune for me. 
nice. Denis Villeneuve in the cinemas. Got to do it. Alex? Um, probably I'd like to see Maverick just because of the, the visuals and stuff. They're going to be pretty, pretty insane. Um, whatever the next Mission Impossible one that comes out, if uh, Tom Cruise doesn't kill everyone on set, uh, oh, that was, was it just one movie? Okay, I'll go. I'll go. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Bond then, because it might. It could, I mean, the thing is, this any movie now could be potentially the last movie you see at the cinema. <laughs> don't say that. It could be, but yeah, yeah. No, I think I think they're both good choices. Uh, June, June was definitely my number one as well, just because I think like Denis Villeneuve makes movies that are meant to be seen at the cinemas. And just from a nostalgic point of view and with Sid, I'd like to see Space Jam 2 with you, Sid. Aww. Yes. Yes, I will come back to Melbourne and we will watch that together. It'll it'll be a whole thing. Yeah, or we go to like Sydney. We meet in between. If Sydney's safe, we'll just go to Sydney and weekend at Space Jam 2. Alex, you can come. Call that. At this stage, at this stage, no one's going to Sydney. Just, I think it's the worst idea ever. Uh, uh, it's in July. Given... Hopefully by July. Yeah, fingers crossed. It'll be okay. Anyway, we're watching Space Jam 2. I'm okay with it. Michael Woods, you're also invited. I know you're listening. <laughs> Did you guys see anything um, anything good over the holidays? Oh, I didn't. I didn't watch anything more really since last time. I just kept going with uh, with. Um, the Queen's Gambit, which is continuing to be excellent, still haven't managed to finish it. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you know what I actually watched last night? Snakes on a plate. <laughs> Did you? Oh. Yeah, it's been a long time. I forgot. How wow. Absolutely nuts. It is. And, and you just snakes sober. biting people Good on Lord. the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's like being high. <laughs> when you're watching that, you're like, what is going on? It's a good drinking game movie, actually. Snakes on the plane. Every time every you see time, a snake, take a drink. Yeah, every time you see a snake, you just have a drink. You'll be fine. You'd be pissed in the first, like, <laughs> 25 minutes. Yeah, look, uh, I think I've told you uh, about some of the drinking games that I tried to attempt and I didn't last because, like, um, Kath and I tried to do Mortal Kombat, the drinking game, which was every time they said we heard Mortal Kombat, every time we heard the word Sorcerer, or every time we heard the word Soul, we had to have a drink, um, and we that's were actually a really shots. good drinking game. Yeah, but we were doing I shots like of Glen Fittich, and yeah, we were cooked. It was all over. <laughs> um, also, Team America, World Police. Every time they say terrorist, America, or Durka Durka, yeah, it's all over. Is it one shot for every Durka or? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can put like a different, if you have different types of drinks, you could have like, you know, if every time they say America, you have a swig of your beer. And then every time they say terrorist, you have a, a shot. And Dirk, okay. you could do something else. So there you go. We still need to get the fifth wrist drinking game sorted out. It's been in the works for a long time. I do have a couple of early versions of it, but we definitely have to get Sid in there with. It's gone off the rails. It's gone off the rails, guys. <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> oh, you mean like fifth wrist bingo, basically? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I like I, every time Sid says, you know what? I stand by it. 
That's fine. You can, you can. That's fine. Whatever you guys think, it's fine. Okay. So, so this fifth, this fifth wrist drinking game is the Sid drinking game. That's what you're saying. Uh, it's Sid Bingo. That uh, that question was from Elena, Elena Sioga. So thank you for that question. And if you have any questions um, that you'd like to hear on the podcast, just DM us on our Instagrams, um, either any of us, and we'll make sure that it's on the next show. So, this week, we are talking about action movies, and particular action movie stars. Uh, This is something that you, Alex, as I said, mentioned earlier, um, something you're pretty keen on. Uh, Why why action movies, and in particular, action movie star draft? What's What's in for you? Well, we're like the action movie generation, really, when action movies were... I don't know. There was there was an apex for action movies, right? And before special effects and stuff took too yeah. much control, before the Fast and the Furious twelve movies came in, the the Arnie, the Sly things like that is what you grew up with. As mm. a, well, for me anyway, going to the video shop with my dad when I was a little boy, and he's like, "Okay, you can have any movie you want." Just it can be any sort of it can be like an 18, it can be a 15, but if it's an 18, it has to just be extreme violence, it can't be like anything <laughs> like it has yeah. to be like people getting blown up and being machine gunned to death. That's that that was kind of the rules. So you kind of grow up with that. It's, it's, it has a special place in my in my heart that kind of that generation of action movies and action movie stars, and there wasn't really any bad ones there was some movies that were worse than others but they were still like the, sometimes the worst they got they were like oh god this is getting really good now it's gone past bad it's and memorable it's back yeah, into, yeah, 100%. yeah yeah and uh yeah it's just the it's yeah like i say special place in my heart and yeah i think you're right like that mid 80s to mid 90s or end of the 90s even you know, like it was, it was like almost, it was literally an arms race between you know Arnie and Sly, and and there was, there were like this, you know, whether you're a team Arnie person or a team Sly person, like it was a real thing. Um, and then obviously, that all kind of, it didn't really matter if they were a good actor or not, because if they could do their scenes, like Arnie, iconic, iconic roles without really talking that much, um, you know, yeah. which was fine because he looked the part and he. You know, whatever he did say, he said it awesome. Like it was awesome, so it didn't matter. And then obviously, it came in at a time when, you know, even the music was all about like that big rock music at, at the time. And and uh, and then obviously, you know, there was a different type of action movies, you know, from Asia as well at the time, which was huge. So um, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. What Sid? What makes a good action movie to you? Uh, a lot of big set pieces, I think, is important and uh, pretty hard to have an action movie without that, like bridge blowing up, big chase scene, something like that. That sort of stuff is really, um, I think, really important. Big stunts, um, whether or not the actors do it themselves uh, or they have stunt people do it. Probably you kind of need one star as in one known entity to really make it a, a real blockbuster action movie. 
Uh, and of course, uh, Michael Bay is, uh, is <laughs> <laughs> essential to, to, to make an action movie. It's Christopher um, Nolan and Michael Bay in your eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Just, that's not that's not action movies for me. I don't know why. It's just Michael Bay stuff. It's, it's ob- not obviously that's you know I'm being facetious. Not necessarily Michael what, Bay, but I do, do like it. What do you mean it's not an biggest, action movie? The big I don't, set like, things. Yeah, it's not for me. How is Michael Bay not action? Are, movies? I d- but it's it's not my kind. It's not my action movies. Like action movies to me are montages. Training montages, people just loading 12 guns with loads of ammo, lots of, like, gun noises, putting, like, 12 grenades onto their vest. So uh, I'm not sure if you've seen Bad Boys, but that's pretty much most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, like Armageddon, pretty much Actually, that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah bad, bad Boys, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll give you a pass on. On Bad Boys, I, th- I don't think there wasn't wasn't too too many special effects in Bad Boys, which I kind of liked. I liked, I really liked Bad Boys. I thought it was good, good action, but it was simple as well. There was nothing too over the top. It was simple explosions, simple action. There was nothing too crazy about it. I think once they went into Bad Boys too, this is so quickly just turning into the Bad Boys podcast, which is what it's going to be. We've got a podcast. We only talk about Bad Boys and Kevin Spacey. That's the new spin-off. Bad Boys 2 <laughs> went a bit kind of off the rails as as uh, oh, when they did ding, the ding, whole ding. Dri- driving yeah. through the um, favelas in a Hummer thing. Like, it just went far too over the top. Bad Boys 1, nice and simple, good action. They did it right, but after that. I guess what we're saying is, you know, chases, explosions, fistfights, gunfights, goody versus baddie plot, um, save save the world at the end, all that kind of stuff. Let's just go with it. You know, you said Michael Bay. Are there any other action movie directors that you guys love? Christopher um, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Go, 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 Alex. Um, I was going to say Walter Hill. Yeah, okay. And he actually comes up a few times for me tonight. Um, mm. uh, okay. John Woo as well. So just um, to anyone that Walter Hill directed The Warriors, he directed 48 Hours. Uh, yeah. What else did he do? Oh, they're, they're, the, they're the two that I – Hard Times? Any other – Hard Times, movie? Yeah. So you, you're you're potentially getting into my picks now, Charith. Is that what you're trying to do? What is it they say on we're, rewatchables? We're not you're doing, stepping we're not on doing movies. We're doing movie stars. I know, but you're going, you're potentially crossing. You're like these are things I'm maybe going to be discussing. But if you want to, just, oh, that's okay. Want to get into? That's all right. God, I'm so well, angry think, with a non-alcoholic drink in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on my second pint of uh, non-alcoholic gin and tonic, and I'm yeah getting getting fired up. <laughs> Now, you, you mentioned John McTiernan, yeah? Not me, but uh, he's I was, definitely in there. Yeah, I was going to yeah, mention he's in Yeah, there. good work. That, that's, that's, my, that's the, the person I always gravitate to when I think of action well, like, movies. He's the Hard, 80s guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, Die Hard, Predator, Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance. He kind of did, died off after that a little bit. Like, obviously, he did um, uh, Hunt for Red October, but he actually did... 
Do you guys remember Last Action Hero with, with Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. If you rewatch that now, it's a good movie. It's not as bad. Yeah. It's not as Is bad. Really it's really meta. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not bad. I remember watching it, and I, it was one of those ones I thought, why am I doing this to myself? Because I remember being so traumatized at the time watching it. But now re-watching it, you're kind of like, ah, I can understand what they were trying to do. The cast was amazing in it. The oh, cast yeah. was really great. Um, but just, I don't know, at the time, it just wasn't what they wanted from Arnie. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was a little bit ahead of its time as well. Like I think if they had made yeah. that type of movie now, it'd be um, received quite differently. But uh, yeah, there's there's look, there's plenty of great action um, movie directors, and then obviously you get a lot of kind of more established directors going into action, like you know um, James Cameron. You know, did some great action movies in his time. Uh, really Scott, even Steven Spielberg, you know, a little bit later on with things like Minority Report. Mm. You know, it's just, they've all done a bit oh, of action. I mean, not even necessarily later on. I would call Jurassic Park an action movie. Mm. How is it not an action movie? I'd say it's more an adventure. Yeah, I wouldn't call it an action I'll tell you movie. what, I'll give you an action slash adventure title you can put on it. But yeah, I are you, call are it you crossing off Sam Neill right now, Sid? On your list. Sam Neill Sam Neil is not on my list. <laughs> buff, buff Sam Neill. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I genuinely think Jurassic Park is an action movie. I mean, in, there's no instead of bad guys, there's dinosaurs. Like it's a creature feature, sure, but it's an action movie. Hold on, Charith. Any second, I I stand by my decision. Is that what he's going to say? You're not allowed to say it <laughs> okay, because sorry. then it doesn't count in the bingo. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, okay. If you think so, I don't think so. <laughs> Can we have a square on the bingo board that said you're wrong? Just every time Jared says it. Yeah, finish your drink. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you saw. If you guys saw, I put on Instagram. I know you, actually. I know you saw. I put on Instagram yesterday. Uh, what would people like to see? In, from Popcorn in 2021 on my story and someone wrote uh, I'd like a group episode where 20 people just troll Sid for the um, Shooter McGavin gate I could not stop laughing it was so good <laughs> who was it that said that can you, can you share it was the nicest guy in the crew it's JP ah okay JP's, JP's after you, Sid. <laughs> Everyone's after me. <laughs> nah. Okay, and so, like, are you, have you guys got any favourite action movies? All time? Like, that you go to? Commando is up there for me. It ticks all the boxes. It's really good. Just tons and tons of ammo. Um, just fight scenes like before there was all just the MMA stuff where you're always choking people out all the time um, yeah really 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 loved Commando loved the, the, the kind of ever ever so slightly in fact incredibly camp baddie in it with the kind of chain mail vest who actually he was um, he was in like the Australian SBS or SAS or something that guy the kind of they call him the 
Freddie Mercury mercenary or something. <laughs> the Batty yeah, Commando. Right. Okay. Um, Under Siege, again, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was great in that. Great Who fights, was? great great knife fight scene at the end of that, which was just, I'd never seen anything like that before. I thought that was so cool. Yep. Um, I was actually saying to Charith earlier today that I reckon me and my, my dad have probably watched Under Siege like 10 times. It's just a ridiculous onslaught of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, cool. What about you, Sid? Uh, I mean, my go-to... Well, no, but my go-to go-to action movie is uh, is Die Hard. I think it's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah same. And then uh, probably, uh, oh, it's it's tricky actually. Uh, nothing, nothing else that I would really like immediately turn on for an action movie. But but I reckon Die Hard, and then maybe like Taken. Mm. For a newer, newer sort of one. Yeah, something newer. Uh, that's just, yeah, that's just action start to finish. What's a better action movie, Taken or Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> or secret option C, Forrest Gump? <laughs> well, there's a war sequence in that. That that must be an action movie. Yeah, actually. <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> he runs a lot in that. They run away from dinosaurs. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a big diehard fan as well. Since speed is on every year uh, at our house as well, and. Yeah, there's a few others. Like, obviously, like, there's so many classics. Like, you go through the list of Arnie and whatnot. I'm a huge, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen A Better Tomorrow. It's probably my favorite kind of shoot 'em up movie. Um, it's a mid 80s Hong Kong film with Chow and Fat. Um, but if you haven't seen that, John Woo, great action movie director, particularly he's from the Asian cinema, not so much the American movies, in my opinion. But yeah, it's a great movie. Um, if you haven't seen A Better Tomorrow. But uh, I think we just get into the draft because we're kind of yep. teetotaling around. And I think it's because Alex is just not drinking. It's just just thrown me off completely. <laughs> I think you said teetotaling instead of tiptoeing. It was very apt given Alex isn't drinking. Well done. I love how it's, it's almost at the stage there's going to be like an intervention to get me drinking again. <laughs> All right. We'll do the draft and then I reckon this might be a bit of a longer draft because I wouldn't mind hearing what everyone's favorite movies are of their picks. This week's draft is the greatest action movie stars of all time. Uh, we all get five picks this week. Alex picks first, I got second, Sid's got third, and then we loop back. Alex, with your first pick. I'm going to go for this one before you get it. So I'm going to go for Cha Young Fat. Oh, with the first pick. Uh, I'm trying to pick ones that are a bit kind of outside the norm like i'm sure sid's gonna get all the the, the boring ones so i want to leave those to him <laughs> can i pick sean connery again the boring ones are also the best 
ones. That... Oh yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll get ones probably that are more of the kind of um, sure more people would recognize them as being the, the big ones. But yeah, when you're talking about better tomorrow, and mm. the, the uh, I mean he he's done some kind of American Western films, mm. the the Corruptor, Replacement Killers, um, even like. A, I guess Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was such a huge hit. It's not my favorite yeah. of, of his movies, though. Um, yeah. Definitely the stuff he did with John Woo. And I still remember my friend, best friend, Graham, telling me about Hard Boiled. Yeah. And I was like, why would anyone call a film Hard Boiled? <laughs> it's like such a stupid name for a film. Oh. And I saw the, the, the poster for the, the movie, and I had him with like a pump action shotgun and holding a baby yeah and he's called tequila in it and but just Such when you go in anyone if you haven't seen it just go to imdb and watch the trailer for it they have no dialogue in a trailer at all which is great because any dialogue in the movie is just like a waste of time you're just <laughs> there for all the gunfight stuff just they never run out of bullets never ever ever everyone's got 12 guns on them Everyone, when they're shot, flies back 50 feet through a window. All the kind of stuff that then got stolen in Hollywood, the kind of rolling on the ground, oh, firing two guns at once. Doves. Like all, Yeah, doves. Like everything that you'll see so many things and you think, oh, I saw that in a huge, I saw that in Lethal Weapon. I saw that in Die Hard. I saw that. Like all the stuff got stolen from John Woo movies 100%. and so much stuff gets stolen from, from hard-boiled and let's let's just, just yeah, call really it now. Great. If you consider yeah. yourself an action movie fan and you haven't seen A Better Tomorrow, The Killer, and Hard Boiled, you should probably rectify that immediately. Yeah, but it's they they <laughs> are the complete they're the benchmark, uh, particularly for you know as we were talking about before, like the shoot 'em up thing. Um, you know, John uh, Chowning Fat is the coolest dude, but he just makes it look so cool. Uh, he can dive through the air shooting a gun better than anybody. And he's six good, feet good tall, pick. which I think makes him the tallest Chinese person ever, does it? I'm not sure. <laughs> a very yeah, famous maybe, basketballer maybe, yeah. that has something, has something to say about that. <laughs> when I looked um, up his height, I was like, he has to be eight feet tall. And then when I found out he was only six feet, I was like, ah, a bit, bit disappointing. Even Donald Trump's taller than him. Um, is that your benchmark for disappointing height? <laughs> yes, anything under. <laughs> anything but under he, he's also like, if you do, I don't know if you remember like that better tomorrow. The intro with him lighting a cigarette with like like lighting um, money and, yeah, and yeah. giving and lighting his smoke. Oh my god! I was, I used to have I used to have that on the t shirt, and it was just he's just the coolest dude. Um, that's a really everything good is just thing. done in such a kind of kind of stylish way, but not I don't know not in a kind of arty stylish way, more like the stylish way that a fifteen year old boy would think up. Like this yeah. is how they imagine things would. This is how I imagine a gunfight would be when you're fifteen, and you can't possibly be killed, and you just kill like a hundred people, and you're pointing guns in all different directions and shooting and hitting everything like it's just it's so good it's really so good so um yeah chow young fat i don't think you can go wrong with 
I can't remember seeing anything he was in that I didn't like. And I'm sure he's done some stinkers because everyone has. He was in but... he was in a movie called Bulletproof Monk, which I did not like. <laughs> I've definitely seen that. It's not great. Who was of course, you've seen. Sean... Hang on, have you seen Hardfoiled? <laughs> Uh, no, but I've seen um, I've seen uh, oh, that first one you mentioned, and it's escaping me now. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you Clark. <laughs> Bulletproof Monk. Bulletproof, yeah. not Bulletproof Monk, you idiot. The um, oh my god, what is it's it? It's okay. It'll come to you. Take your time. It'll, it'll come to me. It'll come yeah. to me. We'll so uh, okay, I'll I've got the second pick. I'm just going to take the obvious one because I thought yeah. you I, – I knew you probably wouldn't, so I was like, okay, I might get him. So I'm going to take Arnie. If you, if you, if you Googled Action Star, he's probably going to be the guy that's going to be on that list. But, you know, obviously one of the great careers in Hollywood history, uh, the Terminator movies, Predator, Commando, Total Recall, True Lies, Running Man, Eraser, Conan, like you, the list goes on, but – you know, if you just focus on the Terminator movie, Predator, True Lies, Commando, and Total Recall, I'm pretty, pretty good with that. Very limited actor, but he kind of played to his strengths, and you know, it was surrounded himself with really good directors who kind of put him in the right position. Started his career, there was always someone a little bit more charismatic in the movies around him, and he needs that. He needs, uh, you know, Eddie Furlong or you know, someone like that to actually kind of bring some sort of some sort of charisma in there. But his style of charisma was, uh, you know, sensational and all time great. Career. I find Arnie very charismatic. I find him very, like it's, uh, in real life and in his movies. It's it's yeah. very dry and there's no. But it's I don't know. Sure. It seems like it's him. It's the same way he talks when he's off. Uh, yeah, off like I've seen him well. on some talk shows now and he's just like he, he you know one thing I, I agree with you one thing I will, you'll say is like he's so comfortable in his own skin like he doesn't give he doesn't mm. care what he says like he can say anything you know which is why he was perfect that he moved into a world of politics and whatnot but yeah like my my favorite arnie movie is probably predator i just and terminator 2 which is you know pretty stereotypical i guess arnie that's my pick sid Going back to going going back to our um, Christmas episode, where's Jingle All the Way on your Arnie list? <laughs> it's not in the top ten. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know could, what? That's another one. It's not that bad if you rewatch it. <laughs> I tried oh. to make this argument, and both of you laughed at me. All right, guy. No, you can. You guys can stay on that island together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first pick. Um, I'm going to take the obvious one, uh, and I'm going to take Sylvester Stallone, uh, oh. who is probably going to going to be the obvious kind of number two, similar '80s pedigree to to Arnie, uh, bodybuilder turned actor, I guess. Uh, but Softcore all the Rockies turned actor. All, also, yeah. Sorry, actually, yes. Softcore <laughs> um, porn. What? I yeah, yeah this he's one. the he was the Italian yeah. stallion. What? He did some softcore porn thing? before he. This is a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Mainstream. Oh, okay. Good on him. Um, but uh, all the Rockies, Rambo, Cliffhanger, he is, apart from the fact that you can't really understand what he's saying half the time, uh, he is that 80s buff 
action guy that, uh, again, uh, probably not the most gifted actor, but I think had been a little bit better sort of screen presence than, than Arnie might have because I think yeah. he was a bit, bit of a better actor than Arnie was. Um, so Sylvester Stallone, that's my first pick. So what's your favourite Sly action movies? Uh, the first Rocky and probably call Rocky an action movie? It's more than Jurassic Park. <laughs> I reckon it's a sports uh, movie, if, but that's cool. If, okay, if we don't call Rocky an action movie, then, uh, then probably Cliffhanger and Rambo. Yeah, First Blood. I liked uh, First Blood is Cobra. so good. Yeah. Yep. Cobra was gar. Oh my god, that was so. Bad. I loved it. Apart from it's garbage, from but it's good. Eight garbage. feet tall Bridget Nielsen. She was only redeeming thing in, in Cobra. It was just it was too it was too over the top. I think Rocky yeah. is definitely an action movie. Well, maybe more so. I think Rocky Four has to be an action movie. Like it's just. <laughs> It has to be classified as an, if, if Rocky Four isn't classified as an action movie, I, I don't want to be involved anymore. <laughs> oh, shut God. I think it's a sports movie, but if you guys have it as an action movie, that's all right. Uh, also, what do you guys what do you guys think of Expendables? Well, I figured most of our picks would be people that have been in the Expendables at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Because yeah. what? Well, how many Expendables movies are there? There's like four now, three maybe. I've seen three. And they I keep three. Yeah, they just keep adding people each time, and the majority of those actors are probably going to be on this list. Yeah, I I, I agree on I, the, I like... the acting chops. Um, Slice, he's he's done particularly uh, like I don't know if you guys seen Copland, Copland, and Creed, Demolition Man. Creed. No, he was he was a, he was excellent. <laughs> Demolition Man's a great movie. It's a it's, it's a ridiculous movie, but but uh, it's it's, uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, so then that was my first pick. My so my second pick and the fourth pick. Uh, I'm going to take Jackie Chan. Uh, I've loved Jackie Chan movies since I was a kid, and he does famously all the stunts himself. Uh, he so the first Jackie Chan movie I remember watching was Police Story. And then I saw the other two police stories and then he started doing more English movies. Uh, so Jackie Chan first strike and then obviously rush hour and then rush hour two and then rush hour three. Uh, <laughs> he's done a couple of, you know, money grabs, I guess, uh, that were also action comedy. Uh, there's the tuxedo and there's, uh, there's Shanghai nights, uh, that sort of stuff. <laughs> but, but, um, I I love the the Hong Kong martial arts comedy action run that he had. Uh, they're all just really fun to watch, and I loved them as a kid, and I like watching them now as well. Uh, and he's just really entertaining. Yeah, it's a good pick. That that I was expecting. I need to go first, so that would have been my first pick. Good one. Yeah, um, Drunk, Drunken Master was great, and I remember yeah, Drunken Master. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I remember speaking to Charith and trying to get him to do a podcast. And I was remember Charith, I was telling you about this TV show that was on in Scotland. With these two guys in a video shop that was like closed down, and they would do all these. It was on really late at night, and they would do all these obscure movies. And that's how I got into Jackie Chan stuff because they were yeah. talking about all his kind of OG stuff, which just isn't it's. It's so good, his 
before oh, he got old, you know, Hollywood and the stuff is just insane. So much effort. No wonder he broke all those bones doing it. He really, yeah. he really earned his his uh, paycheck yeah. in those movies. Like he's he the way he innovated. Uh, like I don't think people the, the impact that he has over the world of action movies cannot be overstressed. Like his use of props, infusion of humor. And obviously his commitment to doing his own stunts and death-defying stunts in some points, pretty yeah. special. Uh, Project A, First Strike, obviously, Police Story, Drunken Master. Um, I love Operation Condor. And then, you know, out of the American movies, probably Rumble in the Bronx is my favorite one, which, you know, if you haven't seen that, it's pretty fun. Um, but, yeah, obviously, if you, if you only know Jackie Chan from the U.S. stuff, um, you definitely should go seek out his older Hong Kong films because they're um, they're pretty they're pretty special. Awesome, good picks. Uh, okay, I've got my second pick. Ah oh, shit! Alex, All did right. Charith just do his own little trumpet intro? <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, I did. let's just go with it. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with. You know what? Yeah, screw it. I'm going to go with the guy who uh, was like the who broke that whole mold of the pumped up big action hero. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Bruce Bruce Willis. Yep. He, I, I think he's probably the, the the three in if you're going to put with Arnie and Sly, and he, you know, he changed that that whole. Uh, you know, we looked at Arnie and Sly. They look like action heroes. They're huge. And there's so many people you can't relate to him. Well, Bruce actually just looks like a regular dude. When you th- when you think about, he came from doing a TV show, Moonlighting, which is you know kind of a romantic comedy scene, and he then went into being John McClane, who even then was still not a you know he was an accidental action hero, paved such a great little kind of niche for himself and. It's obviously made him become one of the most prolific action stars in cinema history. Um, Die Hard, obviously, the Die Die Hard, the first one, is my favorite action movie of all time. So I'm not surprised I have picked Bruce Willis. But you know, other movies like Last Boy Scout, uh, Fifth Element, Looper, which is awesome. Even the Red movies, they're kind of fun, but they're a little bit older. Yeah, I, I like I like the first one. Yeah, first I've one the I first really, one really as well. Liked. I didn't mind yeah. that either. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Bruce Willis is kind of charisma over muscles. Um, doesn't possess any amazing fighting skills or have, you know, you know, all the. He doesn't necessarily be able to beat someone up like some of the others, but uh, yeah, he kind of gets away with it. Also, wears his watches on the inside of his wrist. In the Die Hard movies, I don't know if you guys noticed that. Ah. I noticed that when I rewatched it for Christmas. Yeah, where's the tag? And all of them? Well, certainly the ones I noticed is is the first one and the third one, Die Hard with Avengers, which is the two that I watch. Um, um, and he wears a tag in uh, in Die Hard. It's like a corpse tag, and he wears a a Breitling in Die Hard with a Vengeance and it's a big one and because obviously that one he's always uh, they're, they're always on chasing the time I don't know if you remember the movie yeah you know they have to do there's something like specific times where time the bad guy has to do something yep yeah so so uh, he's always looking at his watch and he's always kind of 
waving his arm in front of his face, like on the and it's on the inside of the wrist, which is kind of cool for him. There you go, Alex. You got your next two picks. Here we go. Well, then I'm done. So, no, no, so unfair. No. You got your second and third pick, man. Then there's two yeah. more after that. Is there five? Why is this so oh, hard for you? Why is this oh so God. difficult? <laughs> I'm on my third gin and tonic now. Is it five? Thank God I've got so many backups. Okay. You picked you picked a uh, chain of fat. I'm as bad as um what's his face? Synchronous. <laughs> <laughs> one each, guys, one each. And I've done this so many times before. Okay. I'm gonna go for Tom Cruise. Nice. We've discussed before and gone into the whole do you like him, do you not type thing. I think he's a amazing action star. I think he's probably the last great action star. I wouldn't be surprised if he died on the set filming something. He's constantly pushing the boundaries. And it wasn't until that movie, the Mission Impossible one, when he was on the outside of the plane, it wasn't until then that I actually started to realize the stuff that he does. And I don't, he's, yeah, right. I don't, he's, okay. it's not like he's always been like that. I think it's something that's progressed over time. And now it's, has, yeah. fully his, it's fully his thing. There, there's no other action star that would do all the stuff that, that he would. And yeah. I don't know how he gets away with it, if I'm honest, well, in terms of insurance. His insurance and, is the biggest in, in film history, um, mm. which is why he, I just don't he think they'd let anyone yeah. finances himself in many ways. Yeah, I don't think they would let. They wouldn't let uh, the Rock or Jason Statham. They wouldn't let any of those people do. And and I think Jason Statham does a lot of his own stuff. There's no way they'd let them hang on to the outside of a plane or drive a motorbike without a helmet on or just I'm going to fly a helicopter now. There's just no way. And I and I know I've said this before, but I I don't think we give him enough credit for what he does. Mm. And I think he should get lots more credit for for all the effort he puts in, and it, you can see it, it shows on the screen at the end of the day. Hundred percent, and he's he's getting better. Like Mission Impossible yeah. Fallout was unreal. Like, I thought it was a great movie. They're just excellent yeah. action films. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. So, what are your favorite Tom Cruise action movies, Alex? Um. Okay, so what's the next? Mission Impossible is seven. So the last one was Fallout. Yep. What was the one before that? Ghost Protocol, uh, maybe? The one with the cool motorbike chase anyway. Really loved that. Yeah. They were all pretty good. I don't I don't know if yeah. you'd classify it as an action movie, but I know Sid will. Um, the Last Samurai, which I really loved. Really, really loved that movie. Um I had Billy Connolly in it, one of the other greatest sure, living Scotsmen. Yeah. Um, what's the one? Is it's not Day After Tomorrow. Um, so Edge of Tomorrow is awesome. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Thank you, man. I love that. Amazing. Yeah. So so great. Uh, great. Those Emily are the kind of ones off well it. Yeah, they're making a sequel to that, aren't they? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Hopefully. Doug Lyman. And it's good to see him doing things that aren't Mission Impossible because I know he just does that all the time now. I loved him as well, and I know this is more a drama, but Collateral, I thought he was great in yeah. that. Some certainly some great kind of action scenes in that. 
Well, even like you know, yeah, in also, Collateral, where he he whips out his gun, like he 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 he's so cool in that movie. Um, yeah, when he's going around corners, and obviously Tom Cruise is famously a very good movie runner. Are you guys fans of Minority Report? I think that's a pretty great movie as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great. pretty good. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, um, it, it's interesting how most action stars they they start their career as an action star before they go off and try and do what you would call more serious stuff. Um, and Tom Cruise has kind of gone the other way around. You know, he obviously had a big run in the late 80s and early to mid 90s where he was really chasing an Oscar or whatnot. Um, and now he's kind of, it seems like he's just at peace with that and he's just just fully committed to pushing the boundaries of what he can do as an action star. He's got a real lust for life and it comes across so much. Like he's not just getting old and fat like Marlon Brando. He's like, okay, what's, what can I do now? Can I hang on outside of a building? What, what are all the things I can do? And when you look at the, I rewatched the first Mission Impossible recently, Brian De Palma movie, and I love Brian De Palma as a, a as a director, yeah. but just the action scenes in it, the special effects, all the stuff with the the helicopter going down the tunnel and the train and stuff, it just it was just it was shit. They they ruined they ruined it with those kind of over the top. Okay. Uh, set pieces with all the special effects, but that was just what they did at the time, and he's actually reversing that in a way, so it's yep. it's great. Yeah, awesome. All right, good pick. Um, you've got your next pick, your four, your third pick. Is it me again? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, a bit. Um. Uh. A bit unexpected this one, possibly, but I'm gonna go for Charles Bronson. Hey. Nice. What do you think of that, Charith? I was I was kinda of expecting something from the seventies for me. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Um he was actually in World War Two. He was a tail gunner. He got a, he did twenty five missions and got a purple heart. Um he was in some yeah amazing action films of the time, Magnificent Seven, Great Escape, The Dirty Dozen. There's a watch reference thrown in there. Once Upon a Time in the West, mm-hmm. um, and then other other ones though, which are a bit lesser known, but that I really enjoyed. The Mechanic, which was him and the guy from Airwolf. Is it Jan Michael Vincent? Which has been remade by Jason Statham. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then yeah. I think you mentioned it earlier on, Charith. <clears throat> no. Um, my favorite of his movies is Hard Times, which is a Walter Hill film. Him yeah. and James Coburn. Uh, Charles Bronson's like a bare knuckle boxer during the Depression. Just a really simple but enjoyable movie and it's that type of movie of the kind of bare knuckle boxer kind of doing the rounds trying to make a bit of money with James Coburn as his kind of manager who loses money all the time it's been remade so many times but I think they they did it really well with that and he was a proper he worked down he worked down the coal mine in real life um 
He was like a and proper action as well. guy. Yeah, we haven't even, haven't even got to the Death Wish yeah. stuff, which um, again remade recently by Bruce Willis. Um, yeah. Not good. Yeah, he did he did tons of stuff, and he's such an unusual action star because he didn't really make it big until in his late forties or I think early fifties yeah. before Death Wish came out, and he was kind of properly huge, but he didn't really have the kind of the usual movie star good looks but somehow he just managed to, to scrape in there and uh famously uh, he also stole the wife of one of his co-stars in the great escape um really who he I don't stayed know that one. yeah yeah jill jill ireland she was actually in hard times with him she was the the female lead in hard times i think she was like yep. a prostitute in hard times but she was yep. married to one of the guys from the great escape the guy who was also in the Man from Uncle TV show, who I can't remember the name of. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and he said, I'm going to steal your wife. And then he did. And they were married <laughs> until her death. So, <laughs> double legend. Um, As if you're going yeah, like, to challenge, challenge him. Though. That is a strong like, move to call it out yeah. and then do it. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a good pick. Like, obviously, the 70s was just such a great time for movies period um so charles bronson was he would he, he certainly that was his niche like he was an action movie star he wasn't yeah kind of he didn't really wasn't as successful in the other stuff so yeah great pick. he did do other stuff though yeah but yeah i mean when you look at him in, in hard times he's properly shredded and i think that was before the days of steroids or certainly before like you had Jared Butler, who just didn't do any training for 300 and then two weeks before just did a lot of steroids or so people say <laughs> and he came back to lead jacked. Um, this, like he put in the, the hard, he put in the hard graft that Charles Bronson, you can, I think he, I think he was, uh, I think he could have done well in today's world as well as an action star with the kind of Liam Neeson's and yeah. Um, yeah, all the kind of people you're like, yeah, they're not these massive guys, but they're convincing as someone that could do you real harm. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you look at look at you look at the guys who are in these action movies now, and they're kind of throwback movies. Um, but like Liam Neeson and Denzel, Denzel's doing yeah, uh, re- they're all revenge movies, which is you know Charles Bronson to the T. Really. <laughs> so yeah, um, actually, yeah, there was but- a great quote as well from Sergio Leone. Um, who directed him in Once Upon a Time in the West and who wanted him for, was that Fistful of Dollars? He ended up, Clint Eastwood got it. But his quote of Charles Bronson was, he's like a hand grenade with the pin pulled out, which I thought was great. Wait, so Leone wanted him to play Eastwood's role? Yeah, he was up for so many things. Wow. He was up for Superman as well. He was up for tons oh, of stuff. That's bizarre. Yeah. Imagine him because he, he was at one point he was the, uh, the most desired actor in Hollywood. He was like almost like the Tom Hanks of his day. He was the highest paid. Good pick. All right, uh, I got my third pick. Yep, and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Keanu. Nice. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, Good um, call. Pretty much going for Keanu Reeves for essentially four or 
two movies and two franchises. Um, Point Break, Speed, The Matrix movies, you know, the first one really, and John Wick. So, and Keanu, yeah. obviously, he's, I think he's a vampire um, because he seems to be the same age for the last 25 years. You know, he's he's been able to do kind of comedy and then jump into Point Break and then do something else and try and do some romantic stuff and then he does Speed. And, but between Speed and The Matrix and the first John Wick, uh, they're three of my favourite action movies ever, so I'd have to pick him. Um, and he's in his 50s now, just kind of like Tom Cruise, obviously in a different way, but he's, you know, fully committed to uh, to his character and he's, he's uh, you know, obviously next year you've got a new a John Wick 4 and you've got a, a new Matrix movie as well. So I actually think, well, sorry, this year, I actually think this year could be the year of Keanu again. So, um, yeah, I've got Keanu with the John Wick. The John Wick Renaissance was incredible. Like he just mm. came out at whatever, however old he is, fifty or nearly fifty or whatever it was, and just made this incredible movie that has now spanned a franchise. And he's he's basically like setting up this stage of his life where we're up to John Wick four. It's conceivable that he might make a couple more as well, um, which is and and then these movies will probably spin off some other thing because I think they're made. A TV series about the hotel, is that right? Well, or they're thinking, into, of, I think. they're yeah. thinking of making a TV yeah. series about the um, the yeah. the place where all the assassins stay, um, which is just incredible work for someone at like this sort of stage of their career. I just I hope they pull it back in a little bit. The last one went a bit off the rails for me. I didn't like three as much as one and two. Yeah, first yeah. the first two were really good. Yeah. I thought the second one they had it I just thought, right at the edge I thought of for it two ridiculous, was, but two yeah. was spectacular. Two was really good. Yeah, Common was was it Common? Was yeah, guy? yeah, he was yeah. great in it. So many Keanu Reeves is he's almost like well he he is an actor and you think should he shouldn't really be able to do any kind of acting movies or be in <laughs> any you know, like he's just like some kind of stoner surf guy. You can't you can't do like a romantic comedy. Oh no, he did he did a romantic comedy. You can't do an action thing. Oh no, he did he did like you can't do sci fi. Yeah. yeah, he just he he shouldn't be able to do anything but he does everything and he does it really really, really well and I think he's supposed to be like a really great guy as well. Yeah, like he seems to be like obviously he's he's renowned to be the guy that, you know, just hangs out at the park by himself or very approachable ghost catches the subway. So like, there's like this whole thing of people seeing Keanu just sitting by himself. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, he's always very cool under pressure in, in movies. He makes everything look quite effortless. And I think, look, I think the best decision he made was not being in speed two. You know, he, yeah. that was, yeah. Speed two was obviously a complete disaster and he made the call of not being in that. And they rescripted it a little bit and out of the new guy, Jason, Jason Patrick, I think. Um, Jason Patrick, yeah, you're right. But the first one, Speed, oh, man. As I said before, I think I watch that movie every year. It's such a great movie. So, yeah, I got Keanu with my third pick. Sid, your third pick and fourth. Yep, my third pick is going to be Jason Statham uh, because pretty much all he makes is action movies uh, and has done so since uh, pretty much his entire career. Uh, so I think 
I think his first movie was Lockstock, um, and then basically made the same movie again with Snatch, both of which are terrific. Um, and then he's just been all the transporters, the mechanic. Um, he's in the Expendables. He's in uh, Death Race. He's in just all kinds of movies that are literally just action start to finish. Um, and he's he's probably the go-to guy for any kind of well, basically mindless action movie because a lot of them are, are a bit mindless where you don't need to concentrate too hard, but he's, you can't not call him an action star and he's just been so successful at, at like the one thing for so long. So what's your, do you have a favourite Jason Statham movie? Um, it's not a true action movie. So my favourite Jason Statham. You, it didn't sound like you liked him. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my, my <laughs> favourite, my favourite Jason Statham movie, like movie that he's in is probably Snatch. But it's technically, oh, I don't think you'd movie. really call it an action nah, movie. No, I wouldn't call that um, a uh, Favorite uh, action movie is probably, it's probably Death Race, actually. Um, mm. which, which I enjoyed more than I thought I would when I watched it. Um, again, it's a pretty mindless sort of action film, but it's, it's, exa- it's explosions, there's car races, there's, there's a, there's a, let's get the gang together montage for Alex and let's, you know, stock, <laughs> stock the car with, with all of these weapons and guns and stuff. Um, it's probably death race. Right. Uh, Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably I th- I'm trying to remember which transporter it was. Um, I mean, they're all pretty solid. All his transporter stuff. I, I think like you're right, Sid. Like he's re- he's really because that was the one that was that was Luke Besson that produced that one, or was it Luke Besson screenplay? Yeah, or yeah. And they had that scene um, where he was kind of dozed down in um, baby no, oil. Yeah, it was it was written by Luke Besson. Um, but yeah, it had that scene where he was dozed down in oil. Do you remember? Yeah, and he yeah, yeah Greece. Right. He's in a garage or something. The people are trying to yeah. grab him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like I liked uh, I liked him in the Transporter movies. And have you guys seen Cellular? No, He's the bad guy in that. But anyway, that's that's another. And even Crank was pretty full on. Yeah, Crank. That's the one I was trying to Crank's, remember. Is that Crank? He has to have silly, sex. Yes, to and he does it in public. Something. Yeah, and he and does it in smart. public in yeah. front of all those people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> so I remember watching Crank when I was like terribly, like morbidly hungover. And it just made me even more sick. Like it just destroyed me. For, like, like, it's just the worst thing to watch. Do not watch Crank if you're hungover. It's a terrible idea. Um, oh, cool. Okay. So you got uh, Jason Statham. Good pick. Your fourth pick, Sid? Uh, fourth pick is uh, a guy that has changed careers and famously changed careers and become now an action star is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, so he started out obviously as a famous wrestler. He was very uh, popular as The Rock, and then switched gears and became a uh, became an action star. And he has just gone from strength to strength, and has just become the most. I think he's now the highest paid actor in uh, Hollywood, um, and does all kinds of movies and just gets paid stupid amounts of money to do them. But they, they tend to be action movies. And a lot of them are really, really good. 
Um, yeah. So, what are you? What are your favorite um, rock movies? Favorite rock movies. Uh, again, <laughs> probably not. My favorite ones probably aren't even his uh, action movies. But I like. Uh, I like San Andreas. I yeah, like cool. that he's in, and I, I think Fast Five is really good. Yeah, and I think he's good in it. Yeah, I love Fast Five. That's my fa- easily my favorite Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, mine too. I still can't believe that I've seen those movies. So upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Welcome to the Jungle? Uh, as in, wait the the, movie? the Jumanji movie? No, no, no. So he did a movie called. Welcome to the Jungle. I think in America it's called The Rundown, um, but it's it was early rock career, but really, really good. Um, like Sean a William good, Scott. fun movie. Yeah, Sean William Scott. Oh, yes, uh, I have seen that Christopher Walken's yeah. the bad guy. Yes, yes, I have yeah, seen that one. Just a bit of fun. And then I, th- I, th- I actually thought the first Jumanji movie was really good fun as well. Yep. Um, uh, and and he's, got, he's got a nice rapport with Kevin Hart. They did... Another movie called Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence, yeah, which is, which is I awesome love movie. that. That's my That's favorite really, movie yeah. of his. That's really funny. It's a good as well. buddy cop movie. Um, yeah, yeah. The 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 Hobbs and Shaw movie. They, they, had, they did a spin off with him and Statham because they had a, like a nice rapport in the in the fast movies, but then that that movie felt a bit flat. But anyway, hopefully they'll. Did it do well in, in at the box office? I think it uh, it did well. Yeah, it definitely I think it did, did because well, everyone think... was keen to see them in their own movie. Yeah, yeah. I think they're still yeah. going to do another one of those, are they not? Yeah, like it did well, but it didn't do well for a fast movie. Like I think okay. their um their flagship's do a lot better. But they're waiting for the Tyrese yeah. spinoff. <laughs> oh, everyone wants just Tyrese. Hey, Ty- Tyrese, you... very. Famously yes, in Charith. Christmas Chronicles too. Yes. Oh, actually, oh, can, we just, can we just discuss how bad Christmas oh, Chronicles no. two was? I I warned you both. I told you both it was not good. That I was... feel like you didn't. Did you? Did you actually warn us? I definitely was... warned Charith. You 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 said it wasn't to... great. Yeah. No. No. And you were right. But Jesus. Tyrese, he comes in with this pink sweater and he's like, <laughs> just wants to hug everybody. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they're holding so hands weird. and singing Christmas carols on the beach, looking out to the sky. I'm like, what is going on, Tyrese? Hey, I had to so go back weird. and watch the first Christmas Chronicles again because I thought maybe I got it wrong about the first one. Maybe the first one wasn't <laughs> great, but I went back and watched the first one again. It's still great. What, what yeah, happened in great. the second it's one? Awesome. The second one, they just, it was like they were just ru- trying to rush out. They just did too like, much. It was just, it was all over. It was so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. It made me hate but, life. But Tyrese, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I Tyrese, believe, I was like, this is what he's doing now. Yeah. Tyrese showed up on the beach in a Hawaiian shirt and I just lost it. <laughs> but you know what the funny thing is? Uh, I remember watching it with Kath and I was like, there's no way Tyrese is going to treat that woman well. And then Kath was like, <laughs> like, he just, like, he just, like, why? Like, uh, it's, I was just like, no, 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 that's not happening. I'm sorry. It's no, I think he, I think he will. Because he's doing Christmas Chronicles too. Like, he's got nothing now. He is, at, at, he is rock bottom. Right. He's got no place to go. If you're the casting director of Christmas Chronicles 2 and you're like, 
oh, we need a love interest for the kid's mum. Hmm, who do we get? <laughs> do we get, I, I know who, we'll get the guy from the second Fast and the Furious movie and, <laughs> and, and, on, and onwards. They were obviously just going for a, a token black person. It was so obvious well, and, and they need, insulting. I think the kid, the, 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 kid, the, um, the other kid, the, the black kid, oh God. was, was yeah. like a bigger star. So obviously they needed someone yeah. that looked like his dad. So Tyrese, he The whole thing was, oh, Jesus, so terrible. I'd have been happier if just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's probably what happened, right? <laughs> I just wish... Uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell had just, yeah, boned the mum as well. Just, I'd be so much happier with that. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, what did you pick, Sid? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before, I didn't pick Tyrese, funnily enough. No, oh, I no, picked, you picked uh, Jason Statham and Dwayne Johnson, yeah. Those were nice. my picks three and four. All right. So I've got my fourth pick, but... I'm going to do a top-up. So, Alex, do you want to do an ad read, mate, for, um, for another show? <laughs> what? An ad read? I, I feel like under read? pressure, like I haven't had enough to, to drink or anything to drink. Um, we didn't care about that with Paul Sid yesterday, last week, or well, last time. Yeah. Freaking coffee. We'd had a few shandies, though. <laughs> Why don't you talk a, about... An ad read, yeah, for another show. Well, we've got... On Mondays, we have what have we got? Mondays, independent thinking with Roman. Which I think is Roman's an amazing got. Show. Uh, he's got Christian Lass back on. Christian Lass, have you listened to it? No, uh, I haven't listened, listened to it to yet. It. But I've yep. seen the uh, I've seen the watch that Christian Lass has uh, finally made his sort of first one, and it looks amazing. So I'm going to listen to the podcast tomorrow, probably. Yeah, it's it's a great return. Michael Woods is there again. They really go into stuff, which as a only half a watchmaker, I um, can't fully understand. But it's just it's it's great listening. Roman's so passionate. Yeah. Good. So right yeah, there. tune into Independent Thinking every Monday. Hmm. Nice. Awesome. Uh, anything else you're selling, Alex? Um. Well, actually, I, I should have pulled you up earlier. You mentioned a whiskey. Can you just say it again, Charis? I can't remember what the whiskey was. But you mis- mispronounced it terribly. You said Glenfiddich? Glenfid- I think I said Glenfiddich, yeah. How did you say it? I you think did so. Glenfiddich, which might yeah, be a, Glenfid- it might be a, uh, it could be a sponsor. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. oh, there you go. So we should That'd really learn to say it right. <laughs> yes. As soon as Charles said, I was like, of all the times to mention. <laughs> um, great uh, great uh, whiskey for your Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that was it, yeah. yeah. For all your Mortal Kombat it. drinking games. <laughs> drinking games. What do you all mix right. it with, Charith? What do you mix your Glenfiddich with? I don't mix it with anything because you don't need to Good. with Glenfiddich. Well done. It's smooth. You passed the test. Beautiful. Yeah. Just outside of uh, Dufton in Speyside. Great part of mm. it. There you go. Um, Good job. Okay, so I've got the fourth pick. We've got some big names that are off the, off the board. Okay, uh, let's go with... I'm going to go with something a little bit... Oh, do you know what? If you're saying Jurassic Park, 
is an action movie. Okay. Then I'm gonna Jeff go with Goldblum. this guy. <laughs> no, because then he's then he's definitely an action star. If Jurassic Park's an action movie, uh, I'm gonna go with Harrison Ford. I was debating whether to take him. That's a good pick. Yeah, nice. I didn't have him on my list because I was like, mm, yeah, do I? But do you know what? You know, he was Jack Ryan in the Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger. He it was, you know, he beat a group of Russian terrorists on a plane in Air Force One. He, uh, you know, he was in The Fugitive, obviously Indiana Jones, um, Han Solo, and one of my favourite movies of all time. He was in Blade Runner as well. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. undeniable, highest-grossing actor of all time, Harrison Ford. Yep. Actually, I, I rewatched The That's Fugitive great. the other day. Yeah. How did the police not catch the one-armed guy before? Why? How? How did he? Ha- how bad were the police? Absolute garbage. He's only and got I, one arm. He can only do half the things normal people can do. Like he he spent he spent like five minutes on a computer. He's like just looked them up. One-armed guys, fifteen. One-armed guys <laughs> with a bending elbow, six. Okay, case closed. <laughs> like just any sort of deduction would have helped, right? <laughs> but um yeah no look harrison ford is you know we're talking about if we talk about charisma this guy is you know he's essentially the, always the most charismatic person on screen and uh yeah he's an all, absolute all-time so yeah i don't know about the no, charisma nothing, nothing thing else. i don't know the charisma you think he's incredibly charismatic han solo yeah man indiana yeah, jones Hans- uh, he's a bit wooden sometimes. I think he's... And he is married to Callista Flockhart. That's all I'm going to say. I think he's, like, grumbly. Like, he's a little bit, like... Like, he's a bit grumbly, but I don't know about wooden. <laughs> Jared, can you do that again? <laughs> he's awesome. a bit... <laughs> <sighs> this is weird. He's I'm the only person that... that seems to be getting drunk. <laughs> he's, he's another one that... Um, yeah, you think oh, he wouldn't be an action star, but then, and when you said him at first, I was like, oh, is he really an action star? Then you start ri- rhyming off all these um, movies. You're like, yeah, hell yeah, he is an action star. Yeah, yeah. He, he pushes people off planes and shit. Yeah. That's pretty good. He needs to do like a, a John Wick type thing. Yeah, like a, like a revenge type thing. Didn't you do... He's been in a few. What was that like? Host, he was, wasn't he a movie called Hostage? Do you remember that one? Hostage was not Bruce Willis. Oh no, he was in some sort of like cyber hostage movie. Gosh, I forget it. Anyway. Oh, um, shit. Uh, Firewall. Yeah, something like. Yeah, that. I think it was Firewall. Oh, yeah, I like, I like it when he does those kind of middle of the road. Like, even Air Force One, you could say, is one of them, right? Like, a middle-of-the-road action movie, not just going for the big kind of franchise ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would have been would have been nice if he'd done a few more of them. I think where they really missed a shot with him was... Do you remember that Cowboys and Aliens movie? That was, oh, that was terrible. Awful. That was uh, awful. You'd, Hollywood you'd Homicide? That one to work out. What's that? Hollywood Homicide. Remember that? 
Uh, with Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I think that could have had potential as well. Him as a cop, like when else has he played, yeah. apart from Blade Runner, when else is he, I think him as some kind of cop in a, a kind of franchise type thing could have could have been a winner. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But is he even doing anything anymore other than maybe butchering Indiana Jones some more in the next one? Yeah, he's doing he's doing another Indiana Jones, I think. That's... Oh, are they really doing a fifth one? Yeah. Yeah, they are, yeah. Oh, Indiana Jones know. saves Christmas. It's called. <laughs> Tyrese is in it. <laughs> From the people who brought you Christmas Chronicles Volume Two. <laughs> Tyrese is playing his illegitimate son. <laughs> you, wouldn't they call him Junior Junior? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my fourth pick, guys. Alex, nice. your final two. Oh God. Okay. Take it home. I only had three to realize that. So these ones. <laughs> Sounds like you only had one. <laughs> these ones might get me canceled. So I'm going to go for. Oh, no. And. Uh, Mel. And when I thought up this one at first, I was like, this is a really great one. I thought, this is an excellent action star. But then I started to read through more and more stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, this isn't good at all. This is not good at all, Sid. <laughs> Sid, what's venereal disease? That's not a good one. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. So I'm probably giving away. I I don't get it. I'm probably giving away a clue already as to who this is. I'm going to go for Errol Flynn, who in a lot of ways was one of the first action stars. Yeah, sure. He did. If it had been a different time... He would have been doing different action movies, but he was he was like the swashbuckler. And before the whole cancel culture and um, before kind of yeah, venereal disease was a bad thing. When I was growing up, my dad would, <laughs> dad would <laughs> my dad would tell me about um, Errol Flynn movies and and yeah, he talked to me about. Um, God, I can't remember the name of the... Basil Rathbone was the guy who he was up against in a lot of different movies. He was up against them in Captain Blood, which was like his first big swashbuckler, and he was up against them in Sherlock Holmes. Basil Rathbone played uh, Sheriff Nottingham, and he also famously played Sherlock Holmes a lot. You mean Robin Hood? Yeah. Yeah, Robin Hood, yeah. Um, But my dad would always tell me, oh, Basil Rathbone was actually like in the Olympic team for fencing. So he had to try hard to be beaten by um, Errol Flynn. And, but I, I, I did love all those movies and I still can go back and watch them and just, I just blank out the venereal disease stuff. But um, considering all the ailments he had, he couldn't actually go to, to war. He should have gone to the second world war, like good old Charles Bronson. Um, but he had issues with malaria he had a heart murmur, various venereal diseases, mm. and pulmonary tuberculosis. So he couldn't go to he couldn't go to war. And then there was also some stuff about some slightly younger girls that he was dating um, that kind of ended up destroying his um, his career. Um, but yeah, he was the he was the biggest action star of the day, and he got really typecast into okay, you're only going to do 
swashbuckling stuff because that's what people wanted and that's what he was best at. But he actually had, for being such a big name, he had a really short-lived career, mainly due to, yeah, because he couldn't go to war, that affected him a lot, and then some other kind of things we probably won't go into that much. Um, but he was, yeah, very entertaining to watch him on screen. And there's a couple of films like Captain Blood and uh, Robin Hood. That sea- I, Seahawk. Yeah. Yeah. The Seahawk, yeah, it's the third one that I probably go to. Um, Have you yeah, seen uh, him in Adventures of Don Juan? I never saw that one. Uh, that was like one of his, like, was that like one of his last attempts at, at yeah, doing so that was swashbuckling things? Mm. I think I, I, I probably have seen it, but all these swashbuckling things, they all just kind of blend into, yeah. into, into one. Um, and he was born in Tasmania, where I used to mm. to live. When I found, yeah, I found that out. Like he was born round the corner from where I used to live in, in Battery Tasmania. Point. Yeah, Battery Point. Yeah, and he loved a drink. Yeah. He used to inject oranges with vodka so he could drink on set. That is nice. commitment. Yeah. Well, like venereal warts aside, he was not <laughs> had a big reputation. Um, yeah, and you know he was a well-known cocksmith. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> very, very uh, good fourth pick. Very like Alex fourth pick. Sober Thank aside. You. Yeah, um, I'll take that as a compliment. Nice. Yeah. Your your fifth pick, Alex. <laughs> Round it off. Okay. You're not going to be expecting this one, and this one is again slightly. <laughs> Bit, a bit unusual. I'm going to go for coming in at six foot one inches, Nick Nolte. Okay. What's what's the uh, what's the Nick Nolte? Story? Well, he did okay. forty hours yeah. and yeah. another forty hours. But my favorite one of his action movies which I think Charith actually said earlier and was like I, I don't know what the hell that one is I've never heard of that Extreme Prejudice which was again a Walter Hill film he plays a Texas Ranger Powers Booth plays a drug kingpin Michael Ironside's in it and it's just it's a, it's almost like a Sam Peckinpah film like a modern attempt at a Sam Peckinpah film but I don't know, Nick Nolte was a big guy and he just, like even the boxing scene or the, the fight scene between him and uh, Eddie Murphy in 48 Hours, they just, I think that looked, he looked convincing as an action star. I wish he'd done some more action stuff. I know he, he did do some other stuff, but those are the ones that kind of stick out in, in my mind. And I, I know he did some dramas and stuff as well and even some romantic comedies like um, that one with uh, Pretty Women Person, what's she called again? How's my memory so bad when I haven't had anything to drink? What the? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, yeah. Um, He did a romantic comedy with her where they famously like hated each other's guts. But um, I think, I think he was, he should have done more action stuff. And he is, he likes action in real life as well as in the movies. 
So he did a movie called The Good Thief, mm, um, yeah. which was the same guy that that um, did the, the crying game, whose name I can't remember now. And he played someone who was a heroin addict in that. And to get into character, he took heroin. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he was 60. Yeah, he took heroin. He wanted to see. He, he was In the movie, he injected heroin, but in real life, he just smoked it. He didn't want to go too far. He also has probably one of the best mugshots ever, where his his oh, hair is just guessed. wild yeah. AF. Yeah. He's he got guessed. a Hawaiian shirt on. I think everyone's yeah. seen it. Yeah, because he date rape drugged himself. Like, how much action do you want? You know how you were talking about. Oh, I wish he had done more kind of action movies. I think he suffered from the fact that that was the eighties, right? And and he. He was up against like people wanted to see Arnie and Sly. They were they were the guys coming up. Um, yeah. So you know that if he he was really a seventies action star, like like Charles Bronson type, um, he mm. would really fit into those kind of movies. I just think he didn't want it as well, though. I just think he probably didn't. It wasn't his his thing. He was even in what what was the most recent one I saw that he was in was. Uh, one of those Jared Butler ones, the president bodyguard thing. Uh, one yeah. of the Fallen movies. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's playing Jared Butler's dad. Um, so he's still doing action stuff. I thought, how is he still alive? Yeah, he looks. He <laughs> looks doing like heroin at sixty. I'm amazed. He's yeah. still ticking. <laughs> he's like seventy eight or something now, but he just looks like every single TV show or movie where it's like, okay, we need a homeless guy. Like, okay, we've got him. We've got the guy. He charges well, he a bit like much a, because it's Nick Nolte. But alcoholic dad in Warrior. He played Tom Hardy's alcoholic dad. He was a terrible dad. We needed down and out in Beverly Hills. Like he famously ate real dog food. When he filmed that movie, and that was a comedy. Like this guy's a maniac. Have you seen him in that show Entourage, where he's obviously playing himself and he's just playing a crazy guy? And you know, like they're obviously all playing elevated versions of themselves, like the actual celebrities. Um, but Nick yeah. Nolte, apparently, he just just went in there and said, "No, I'll just do what I normally do." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um. He was in Thin Red Line as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was in a couple. Okay. He was in a couple other war movies. I can't remember now. But yeah, go and check out Extreme Prejudice. I think the name says it all. Really, that like sums up. It's like during that period of time where they're just like, what names can we come up for? Like all the Steve. Basically, that could be any Steven Seagal movie. Extreme Prejudice. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that is your fifth pick. Is it me? Yeah, it's my fifth pick. Now. It is you. All right, I might go for something a little bit, maybe seen as a little bit different as well. And I am going to pick someone of today, and it's Charlize Theron. Mm, yep. Good. Nice. With my fifth pick, I think she, well, Mad Max Fury Road, Atomic Blonde. She's in. She's in the new Fast, Fast, Fate of the Furious, Fast movies. Um, and The Old Guard, which was a Netflix movie this year. Um, but Mad Max Fury Road, she was just, which I think is the best action movie of the last, you know, of recent times anyway. She's absolutely unreal in that. Um, and I know she's, they're doing a Furiosa sequel. 
with her in it. Oh, actually, I think it's going to be a prequel, but they are doing a few, a, another movie with her in it in, in that role. Atomic Blonde, she's excellent in it. I think, what watches are they wearing in Atomic Blonde? I think they're wearing like Busherers, Carl, Carl Bookerers or yeah. Busherer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her and McAvoy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think that Charlize Theron, other than being a fantastic actress, you know, in her own right, outside of the whole action thing, she's been able to pivot really well and stay really relevant whilst, you know, as she's getting older by doing these kind of really interesting buddy-up action movies. And Atomic Blonde, some of the fight sequences in that and some of the choreography, absolutely unreal. And some of the fight sequences that she's involved in, particularly one near a staircase, which is quite memorable. She was, yeah, I, I was blown away by yeah. her in that. So, How tall yeah. is she? <laughs> I reckon she's pretty tall. She's a She looks South pretty tall. Model. Is she not like 6'2 or something? I don't know if she's 6'2", but she's tall. I reckon. I reckon no, no, she's not Donald Trump height-wise, but she's she's tall. Oh, wait, can <laughs> can we get a like... number on how to, how tall Donald Trump is? Is he 6'2"? I think he's 6'4". Oh, he's actually like really tall. I didn't know that. Yeah. She's Charith, can you look that up, please? Pr- producer Charith. She's 5'10". She's only 5'10"? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Trump oh, well. is 6'3". Close, okay. Wow. Do you have him pegged, Jared? Are you, you're 6'3", close? I'm 6'3", yeah. But I'm like, yeah. do you know what? I'm probably 6'2.5", but yeah, I, I tell people I'm 6'3". You don't have <laughs> those six, kind of feminine six, hips that Trump has, though. I'm 6'4", in Jordans, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> Joe Biden, six foot. <laughs> what height is Kurt Russell? Yeah, can we That's can we Google who was the tallest president? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was it not? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, was he tall. huge? All right, I think Lyndon yeah. Johnson was pretty tall as well. <laughs> Typed in Kamala Harris, <laughs> and I got, and then it said six foot seven, but I've got Kamala the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> this could be the start of some conspiracy in the states. I'm like, wow, she's six foot seven. <laughs> what? Yeah, she looks uh, no, shorter than Biden tall. in all she's of the press short. things. She's five foot two. There you go. Not as tall as Charlize Theron. Do we have any other? Because I was trying to think of of some women uh, action stars. Are there any others? Because Linda uh, Hamilton could have been amazing if she'd done other things other than well, just Terminator Two. But yeah, I think Linda Sigourney, and Sigourney Weaver was probably the original. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that like Linda and Sigourney are like it tells it tells like the times that they were in that people didn't necessarily like it was a real one off that you know Sigourney Weaver is an iconic action yeah. like, character Ellen Ripley and yeah. she got an Oscar nomination for it but then no one ever went oh let's put her in another action movie whilst you look at Liam Neeson they go oh let's put him in another movie that's also like Taken, but call it something else. And let's just keep repeating that. So they haven't really, they never really took advantage of that. Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2, she was really the star of that movie. Like she was amazing in that. Um, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Um, Uh, Mila Yeovich. 
Yeah. Actually ran on the She's been in like game. a million Resident Evils. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, Michelle Yeoh did her own stunts as well. Like, she actually, in Police Story 3, when she was quite young, like, she actually ran on top of the train and jumped between the um, the carriages and whatnot. And that was someone that was, like, a Miss World, you know, contestant or something before that. So, yeah, she's a badass. I feel like um, they could have made more use of her as well. Like, they tried it because they put her in that shithouse um, James Bond movie. And then yeah. that was a crap one then it was like that would if, if she'd been in a better James Bond movie that could have been the start of something for her yeah well she's she's still kind of around she's now playing like people's mums and stuff <laughs> yeah. she's in the new Star Trek stuff is she not yeah I think yeah she was in like she was in Crazy Rich Asians as well and that last Christmas that movie um I guess Michelle Rodriguez is someone that. Yes. Yeah. She's well, a she's in, badass. you know, and mo- every fast movie and. Yeah, and Avatar and SWAT and she was in that Machete yeah. movie. Um, machete. Machete. Uh, and the other <laughs> one's Uma, like Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. And the the very memorable Batman and Robin. Oh my god! <laughs> do you think it's just the? Do you think it's the actresses that don't want to get typecast, or do you think it's the movie studios don't want to kind of ruin them? Because even I remember Linda Hamilton when she did Terminator Two, there was lots of people like, "Ah, oh, she looks like a lesbian, like she's too muscular, all this kind of bullshit." And I think that potentially could have ruined it. As well, because she obviously really went for it in that movie. She was really shredded. And I just think sometimes the actresses worry about, oh, I'm going to end up getting typecast if I just do action stuff all the time. I reckon it's Like, actresses already have limited careers compared to, to, to men in the industry. So why would they restrict that even further by, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the studios personally but i think it's also potentially like the public like i think you know majority of the people that watch these movies are probably they either want they want their 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 guys saving the world and their you know their ladies being very attractive damsels in distress um Mm. but yeah no uh geez i forgot pam greer as well that was a good one damn it Mm. I want to change my fuck. <laughs> no. Done. All right. Sid, your fifth pick. Uh, my last pick is um, an old favorite. I'm taking John claude Van Damme or Van Damme. I don't actually never know how to pronounce it. So uh, JCVD, also in that sort of 80s run, but not quite as big, bulky, muscly, you know, guy as Arnie and... Um, and uh, Stallone, he was obviously martial arts trained uh, and is a, a you know martial arts expert and has been for a long time. Made his name in movies usually that were like showcasing his skills. Um, and he did uh, uh, my favorite JCVD film is uh, Bloodsport. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, just 
cool movie. I love a movie with a tournament as well. Any movie that's got some sort of tournament. Yeah, a kickboxer as well. Yeah, any movie with a tournament is is awesome. So I really like that one. And I just think he's, uh, as far as action, I mean, he's in The Expendables and because obviously he's a, you know, he's been an action star for a long time, but he just did a lot of cool stuff with his martial arts. His acting was never amazing, uh, but he was just a cool action hero. Any other JCVD movies that you like? Um, I'm going through ones I've seen. I haven't seen all of them. <laughs> uh, so Bloodsport, like, Kickboxer, like Last Last Action Hero, Time Cop. He was in uh, he was in Street Fighter. That's not good, but it's an action movie. Um, Kylie Minogue also famously in that movie. Not great. Um, and he was famously in Kylie Minogue, if I remember correctly. Oh, is that really? Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, Universal Soldier as well. Yeah, I like. There was oh, what was that one he did with? Um, <laughs> that one he did with the worm. Roger Moore. Double Impact. I love Double Impact. Oh wait, no. yeah, Who's, he, who did you say was in that one? The worm. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, Dennis Rodman. Chicago Bull. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that wasn't Double Impact. Double Impact was him just playing a twin. Which I think oh, yeah, it was him playing movies. His, his, yeah. What's the one the he one did with, with Dennis Rodman? Uh, what was you do Natasha with Henstridge in that one as well? I saw it. I saw it not that long ago. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I, I think it was. I think it had double in it though. Like he's got many doubles in his movie titles, but it was Double Impact. I remember. It's just him and him. Yeah, it was yeah, him yeah. and him, and then Juliette Lewis's dad was in Double Impact. Double, double team. Impact. Double team. Double, double team. team. Yeah. <laughs> they don't play by the rules. Van Dan, Dennis Rodman, and Mickey Rourke. Oh my god! Oh, see, yeah, you got to see that. I haven't seen Was it. Mickey I will Rourke have to. In that one? That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> okay, know. it's on the list. Yeah. Eleven <laughs> percent uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's directed by Sui Hark, who is like a great Hong Kong action director. So he hmm. kind of missed the boat in that one, maybe. Dennis Rodman plays a flamboyant weapons dealer. Amazing. I've got to watch this. Flamboyant weapons dealer? I have to see this movie. There you go. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme did two things really well, which is a spinning kick yep. and a, and the splits. And the splits, yeah. And then I would say a third. Kind of... oh, no. He does a great face. He does a great face after he does the spinning oh, yeah, kick yeah. or the punch or whatever. He does that, yeah, like slow motion face. He had an amazing mullet in Hard Target, the John Woo, Lance Henriksen movie, which I I still rate that. I think that's a great action movie. And it was pretty good John Woo as well. Great mullet, amazing mullet set in New Orleans. Great idea for a movie as well, but um, yeah. Have you guys seen um, Jean-Claude Van Damme's first movie? It's a, a like karate movie called No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all? Um, oh, no, no, wait a minute. What's the one where he's – oh, no, am I thinking of AWOL? What's the one where he played know. Lionheart? No, I'm thinking – okay. It's no, just no, called no, Lionheart. But, yeah. yeah. But but No Retreat, No Surrender is uh, – so he's he's only got like two lines in it but he plays a fairly prominent character. And now it is famous because it's John claude Van Damme's movie. But 
So the the movie goes the there's a, it's there's a young like teenage male protagonist. He's decent at karate, but then he gets beaten up. He's trying to like you know fight this gangsters who are taking over all the dojos led by Don Claude Van Damme who's beating up all the champions. And then he goes and prays to uh, Bruce Lee's <laughs> uh, Bruce Lee's tomb at uh, his grave at the cemetery. And then one night whilst he's training, Bruce Lee's ghost comes and trains him and then he becomes really, really good and fights John Claude Van Damme at the end. It's okay, awesome. that's and the, the training montages, well. <laughs> Alex, the training montages are so good because he's like training and talking to somebody and nobody else can see who he's talking to. So he's like, did I do well, Sensei Lee? And he's like laughing. And <laughs> There's no one there. And everyone else is like, what's going on? It's so good. Alex, you need to watch it. I've got okay. it on clear out, but I refuse yeah. to clear it out because I'm scared that I won't be able to find it anyway. I'll have to bring it over to your house and we'll play a drinking game. Okay. In Sounds 2022 good. when you're drinking again. <laughs> Listen, don't yeah. rule me out of drinking just yet. I'm just in the deciding phase, okay? All right. So, guys, that's it for the draft. Just to do a recap, Alex, you had the first pick and you went with Chang and Fat, Tom Cruise, Charlie Bronson, Errol Flynn, and Nick Nolte. Uh, I went second, uh, and my picks were Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Keanu Reeves, Harrison Ford, and Charlize Theron. And Sid, you had the third. You went third, and you had Sylvester Stallone, Jackie Chan, Jason Statham, uh, Dwayne Johnson, and Jean Claude Van Damme. What are the any any notables? I'm surprised neither of you. Stephen. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Any other notables He's that didn't pop- make it? I don't know. Steven Seagal, I think, is probably very upset because he is certainly somebody who has the most... I don't know. He's he's a big character. He's got a big, mm. big stomach as well. Like, he lives in a fantasy land, like my good self. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so many amazing stories about him. That time the guy choked him out and he shit himself. Um the time, all the stuff, the, the John Leguizamo stories when they did Executive mm. Decision where he was just, he's just so high in his own supply. Or what, what do you call it, Charith? He's feeling himself. He's feeling himself. Um, he's feeling himself. He's, he had his own energy drink. Like just go, just people should look up Steven Seagal energy drink or Steven Seagal lightning bolt reviews and just read the reviews for his energy drink. <laughs> look at his adverts for his energy drink where he's got a swimming pool full of energy drink the guy is just absolutely insane he's like best friends with putin he has yeah, the so most questionable like, hair ever he's like a russian and something else citizen like yugoslavia yeah. well you know serbia or something like that as well yeah his hair so is, just, is, is terrible yeah no mel gibson for you either i was tempted but i don't know if he he's done enough action stuff Oh, he's done a few. All the Lethal Weapons. Mad Max. Uh, well, Mad Max, yeah, I suppose. He did uh, He did those, like, when he, that killing, like, is it Payback or Paycheck or something like that? Um, Again, I don't, uh, yeah, Payback. I don't know if I'd 
call that an action movie though. The Patriot, uh, yeah, I guess they're like more. He did some war movies, Edge of Darkness, yeah. Okay. Edge of Darkness um, was great. I loved Edge of Darkness. Yeah, um, and I guess like Kurt Golf. Russell was a big one that wasn't there. Yeah, I considered Kurt. Yeah. You know, Escape from New York and Big Trouble and Tombstone, Backdraft, Bone Tomahawk. Um, they're I sort considered... of the, they're sort of the newer guys as well, like your your Chris Hemsworths and your Tom Hardys and yeah. whatever. Even Damon, uh, I considered like Kurt Douglas. Yeah, I considered him as well. There was a lot of older guys that I considered, um, but just the way that they did it, it was the equivalent of action movies at the time. But now they're a bit kind of laughable. Like um, Steve McQueen and I, stuff like that. Yeah, not even that. I was thinking Burt Lancaster. Like okay. he, um, he was like a trapeze artist in real life. Like, like he was like a proper action guy. Um, same Kirk. Um, yeah, Kirk Douglas. Like he was. Yeah, he was like a, when you see him even he's in his um, later films, like he's still absolutely shredded. Clint Eastwood, yep. like that was that's that's a big yeah, mess. I think that no Jenny one got. Harry. I just assumed one of you guys would have had Clint Eastwood. Nah, even like Donnie Yen and Sama Hong and some of the yeah, I thought the, like the other the other um, Hong Kong action stars, and then you know I think we mentioned Linda Hamilton and Sigourney, but yeah, no, there was it, look, it's it's not easy. It was tough. And I guess the out of the modern guys, we didn't mention any of like the comic booky type, yeah. Type, um, you Chris know, Evans characters. Um, so, yeah. I said before uh, Hemsworth, either of the Hemsworths, I guess. And then yeah, anyone doing any of the Marvely type stuff, or any of the people that played Superman or Batman or. Mm. And what about? So it, when you're thinking about these action stars, are there any particular watches? Obviously, Panerai would come to mind in a few. Yeah, first things, one I thought of. I think both Statham, like both Sly and Statham, were Panerais in the first one, right? Um, I think Statham wore the Bronzo. Um, well, I mean, famously, Stallone has his own Panerai model, right? Mm. The, the I mean, doesn't Sly. he wear an RM in the third one? Yeah, he's now yeah. an RM guy. Yeah. Um, there's that. Uh, I think. I think it was Glenn, on his deserted island, decided took that what like his that Sylvester Stallone designed RM like, the one with the, the three one. desalination pill ones. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Keanu with his G-Shock and Speed, all his um, the watches he wears in John Wick. I can't remember now. They're Bucharest, um, aren't they? Because yeah. they like heavily sponsored the film. Yeah. Mm. And then obviously, uh, Charlie's wears them in um, Atomic Blonde. Atomic, yeah. Um, and then you know, obviously Bond wears Bond watches. Um, yeah. Any others? Any other callers? Arnie, all his Seiko stuff. Oh yeah, of course, Predator. Yeah, um, and then and Commando as well. Which is cool because yep. it's stuff that people it's, they weren't super fancy. Wasn't wearing mill subs or, or anything. It was watches you would imagine military personnel would wear at that point in time. 
he but he wears like crazy stuff now, right? Yeah. Like just these big monstrous um, things. Obviously, Ellen Ripley's Seiko as well. Mm. But all the, all the watches, and I'm always looking out for the watches from Aliens, like the pulsometer um, yeah. watches that the Marines had as well. There's so many cool cool watches. What does he wear in Top Gun? Is like a, is it a Porsche? Like a Porsche Tom design, Cruise. like one of is those it? ones. Ah, okay. Mm. Is it is he is he wearing an IWC in the next one? I would imagine so. You would think so because they're the ones that make the they make the Top Gun watch now, right? So it'd be it'd be a missed opportunity for them if they didn't do that. And then Tony Stark wears an Urwerk. That's all I remember. Cool. All right, Alex. Anything else from you? Um, I feel like we didn't talk about Steven Seagal for long enough. It makes me really <laughs> wish that I had picked him for my person. You didn't there's pick all, him there's all the whole stuff about. I know there's all the stuff about him when he would tell people that he worked for the CIA and like his musical things. Like there's so much great stuff. We didn't get into Jean Claude Van Damme and how much he likes cocaine. Like, so, what's going on, guys? We're missing well, on, out so much on Steven Seagal. On Steven yeah. Seagal, he. I was discussing this with Jareth actually. He. Do you know that he made his own reality TV show where he was a like a kind of like a vigilante cop. He, it's called Lawman. Can I? I need to stop you there. I remember being in a nightclub in Glasgow and meeting this Swedish girl, and she was very tall. She was much taller than Charlie Theron, but not as tall as uh, Donald Trump. And I said to her, would you like to come home with me and watch Steven Seagal Lawman? And she said, wow. yes. It might be in the language barrier. And then she came home with me, and I put on Steven Seagal Lawman, and she said, oh, we're actually watching something with Steven <laughs> And I said, no, no, you need to watch this. He's an actual cop. And when he speaks to black people, he does this like... He goes into full like bro mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't run. He has this cool like vision thing that comes on sometimes. It's like... And it's like, ah, I think the gun's under the bin. And it's just all his other cop friends are all also old and fat. It's just, it's so good. Definitely worth taking a girl home to, to watch and it's, forcing them to watch it. I did not expect that to be the end of this like little segment of Steven Seagal Lawman, but that was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to send her the link to this. Yeah, famous. Um, so, yeah, that's my favorite fact about him, that he basically tried to become an actual cop and then made a show about it. <laughs> um. Cool. <laughs> I, like, actually, can I just ask? I'm just looking at these picks. Are these who you guys have picked as your number one pick? Are they your actual favorite action movie star? Like, is, is Sylvester Stallone your favorite action movie star? Uh, probably not my favorite action movie star, but he's one of the best action movie stars. Is that not what this draft is about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but what's who? So who's yeah. your favorite? Who do you actually love? Jackie Chan. Okay. Yeah, I'm, Ar- Arnie for me. Arnie for me. 
Yeah. Yeah, chow you in fat for me. <laughs> yeah, I try and get something back to the community and, and recommend people in films that maybe not everyone's seen or or, or heard of. And that's, yeah, like the Hard Times James uh, Charles Bronson movie. Um, like, I've seen that so many times. And I think he is an actual underrated action star. So I was trying to give some stuff. Yeah. But Ar- Arnie, I could watch him in his stuff. Just all the time. Yeah, let's be honest. Arnie's made the best movies, right? Yeah. Like, as far as action movies go, his movies, his Mount Rushmore is probably as good as it gets. Yeah. Well, you know my cat Dave. Yes. Do you know what his favorite movie is? What's his favorite movie? The Terminator. The first. How do you know that? (laughs) Yeah, the first one. Yeah, he just he's always watching it. Correct. Nice. Have you seen Terminator Dark Fate? <laughs> the latest one? Is that a, yeah, I didn't mind it. I didn't I mind it. Was it. Really it was good. better than the one before that and the one before that and the one before that. Yeah, yeah. It was I, I think it's the third best Terminator movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, which is which means that Linda Hamilton is the key, obviously. Like if she's not in it, it's yes. by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um yeah, I might watch it again actually after I watch Double Team. <laughs> and <laughs> what was the other Jean Claude Van Damme one where Bruce Lee's in it? No, no, that one we're watching the together. No first retreat, one. no surrender. Oh, yeah, sorry. No okay, retreat, yeah. no surrender. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll watch that together. It'll be, yeah, because I don't, I don't, that DVD stays with me. <laughs> I go where yeah. it goes. <laughs> yeah, you've got a case that's handcuffed <laughs> to your wrist. Yeah, beautiful. I've got some limited edition uh, DVDs here, but that one there, which I got for like three dollars from Sanity back when Sanity was a store. Uh, Sanity still exists in Rockhampton, FYI. (laughs) Just just letting you know, it's at my local shopping centre. Yeah, it's the second thing to go and see after the cow, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, there is a Sanity in the same shopping centre as the supermarket that I go to. What do they sell? Do they sell CDs? They, and... they sell CDs and DVDs, man. <laughs> what a great country. It's incredible that this business still exists. That's awesome. That's good. So if you want any DVDs to clear out, I can send you them from, from Rockhampton. <laughs> no, no, I've got plenty. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, let's do some... Let's do some. Should we do some Instagram recommendations? Is is where we're going. (laughs) Uh, We might have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 hang on. Arnie's your favorite. Jackie's your favorite, and then Jamie Fats mine. Okay. And just really quickly, because I just want to hear this. What's can we just agree on Arnie Mount Rushmore? I don't think. I don't. Uh, I think there might be some disagreements in there, but go. You guys go tell, for it. Tell and me. I'll... Tell me. Tell me yours, and we'll try and we'll try and find a happy medium. Well, see, I don't think you would have commando in there, would you? I have commando in mine. Yeah. I don't have it in mine, so there you go. You guys got yeah. commando in there. Um, Predator. Uh, yeah. 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 That's, true lies. That's... <laughs> With no um... true lies. With uh, oh, what's her name from Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee just Curtis. for that strip scene in, in True Lies. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Terminator Two. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, ter- so mine are Terminator 2, Predator, True Lies, and Total Recall. So you guys have got Commando instead of Total Recall? Yeah. So I think I've, yeah, I'm happy with that with Commando instead of Total Recall. Fuck you guys. Seriously. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty good Mount Rushmore. Yeah, anytime you can actually argue over the Mount Rushmore, I think that's a good sign. And there's people going both ways on it. I think that's good. Yeah, I actually think his one might be, just looking at the names here, his one might be one of the only ones that you'd uh, you'd really could argue. Because I think the other ones are fairly straightforward. Maybe maybe Charles Bronson, Charles Bronson might be bit ambiguous as well that might be hard to argue and statement mm. might be hard to argue as well but yeah everyone yeah. else you you could really kind of nail it cool all right instagram recommendations for the community sid what have you got this week uh my recommendation is uh not a watch one but it is someone that we are hopefully going to have on the podcast at some point um who i saw while i was down in melbourne his name is tarang chola Difficult one to spell. T-A-R-A-N-G-C-H-A-W-L-A. So uh, Tarang's a friend of both of mine and Charith's. He is he is a, uh, a watch guy. He knows a bit more than he actually lets on. Um, but the page that I've just recommended is more about his uh, advocacy work as far as um, uh, domestic violence goes because he's a big... Uh, big advocate for uh, anti-domestic violence. He's a white ribbon ambassador, among many other things. He was Young Australian of the Year nominee, etc. So, great dude. Uh, you won't see a lot of watches on there, but he will talk watches and and uh, you should support his course. I've already seen a watch. I'm zooming in on a watch just now, oh. trying to work out what it is. Amazing. Oh, it's probably, I think he's got a Frederick Constant something. No, it looks gold. Sound like a Jubilee Oh, we'll Seiko. find out when he comes on the on the yep. show. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, Seiko that he bought because he it looks like a president, and he was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> and he was nice. very happy with it. Awesome, Alex. So I'm going to go for someone again, not really a watch one, but someone who we're hopefully going to have on the the show soon if uh, Charith gets his finger out. So I'm going for, and again, there's some watch content on his page. I'm going to go for. Official Sly Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) He's got five five down. He's holding a, a, I don't know if it's a Jeroboam or just, maybe it's just a Magnum of of champagne. And he is wearing, quite clearly, a Nautilus something. Some gold thing. Um, he is a well-known watch enthusiast. He recently sold off a lot of his uh, watches. Actually, he's got that um, Nautilus on in a lot of his a lot of his posts. But I think he'd be a great person to get on, Charles. <laughs> well, I've sent him an email. I think it's doable as well. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Not with that attitude. <laughs> is that real? That's your pick. Yeah, yeah. For the community? Yeah, good one. Good pick. Yeah. I'm trying to think outside the box. There's not a bit different. And I actually think his content is pretty good. He does lots of little videos things, lots of dad jokes. 
Um, there is some watch stuff there from time to watch spotting to be done. I think it's all right. Yeah, cool. Uh, my pick is at watch.in.movies. Quite literally, oh. uh, a guy who puts daily watches and movie polls on his stories and um, posts about movies, uh, watches and movies. Um, based in Spain, really cool dude. Uh, hopefully, we'll be having him on the podcast. Sounds perfect for us. That's great. Point. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, just to, just, you know, he, and he puts some like really, he doesn't put like the ones that you always just think about. He puts, um, you know, Brian Reynolds wearing a Nixon siren and Detective Pikachu. And then he'll put, you know. Um, I mean, they've got you know, this Carl fake Urban president from a... Borat 2 on here, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Who cares about that? Yeah. They've got the uh, Bulgari, the Al Pacino war in heat. He is in. Yeah. Nice. And he yeah. rates them as well. He rates yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. So really good, really good account. He actually like puts the price and. Yeah. Um, this is really detailed stuff. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and nice, nice guy as well. So yeah. So watch.in.movies. Great one. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm sure that there'll be a little bit of debate on this one because um, there might have been some action stars that have missed out. And I think everyone should note that the recommendation to watch a movie is Double Team, starring JCBD <laughs> and The Worm, Dennis Rodman. I can't believe I forgot his name and I was like, The Worm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe That's things didn't work out with me and that Swedish girl. Yeah. Well, well I yeah, feel like that was your also, own fault. <laughs> Some people just have no Actually. taste. <laughs> I think she thought, actually, I'm remembering now as well. I also said, do you want to come back to my mum's house where I live? I think she just thought it was too, like this possibly can't, this can't possibly be a child line, but yeah. Feel free to use that, listeners, and let me know how you go. Please, please send some feedback. Hit the DMs. Yeah, look, it's really good to be back this year. We're pretty excited about some of the things that we've got coming up on Popcorn um, and Fifth Wrist. Big things, big things happening. Big things, huge things. Big things. We're Alex, making some big moves. Uh, might be sober. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's going to be biggest news of the year. It's going to be interesting to hear you as a sober person, like after maybe two, three months, just your like decline. I think it went well the first one, right? No? Did you know? Did you notice uh, any massive change in my personality? Actually, no. I did. You were maybe a, you were maybe a touch more cranky than normal. Yeah, was that any less uh, scandalous? No. Yeah, thank you. I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, guys, thank you very much for listening. Fifth Wrist is by the community, for the community, as you know. Um, check us out on Instagram at Fifth Wrist. Um, make sure you jump onto the website, you know, for 
you know, either the the watch reviews, um, write a review, you know, of your watches, and also check out the podcasts online. There, they're available there as well. Subscribe, review, and like the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm at Charitzer on Instagram. Sid, you are at. I am at Sid.pad, S-I-D-D-S-I-D-D.P-A-D. And don't worry about Alex as usual. Um, <laughs> next week. Love it. <laughs> next week, we have a battle, our third battle. It's going to be Team Leo versus Team Pit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait for this to, le- to listen to this one. <laughs> Michael Woods has been watching every single Leonardo DiCaprio movie in preparation for this. I think Sid has watched Ocean's Eleven for the hundredth time. <laughs> hey, hey, That's hey! About I it. watched twelve and thirteen as well. Just, just relax. <laughs> <laughs> wait till we ask you about what your thoughts are on Seven Years in Tibet, Sid. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to rewatch Seven Years Into Bed. I've watched it once. Um, but yeah, look, that's it. That's it from us, isn't it? That is it. That's it. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Stay on time. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs>